When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks once again for sponsoring the Brad Fo Show throughout the entire 2022 season and now beyond. People are asking, people have commented, have left me messages. Are you going to continue the dominance all the way through the offseason? And the answer is. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, of course we are. Yes, more than ever. Actually, more than ever. You know, we'll have, I think during the week, we'll have at least one podcast a day in some shape or form, and maybe even a couple. Who knows? But basically, if you like baseball and you like the conversation and you like the interviews and you like all of that stuff, like why stop now? I mean, this is this is something that's going to continue. We're seeing the excitement of, of postseason baseball permeate itself throughout sports fans everywhere, maybe more than ever. We see the Red Sox offseason already percolating. I've always said this. A good Red Sox offseason can be the most popular sport in Boston. So why stop? There's plenty to talk about. So that's what we're doing. We're continuing. And as you know by now, probably, the kicked off this week with the big Joe Madden interview with Coop and Courtney, myself, sat down with Joe. Uh, he just wrote a book with Tom Verducci, Book of Joe. It's excellent. You should go check it out. But we really, really dug deep into some stuff. And Joe's obviously in between managing jobs. And I would suspect that he's going to get another one coming in, in the ne- this next year. But... You know, why he's waiting, he's also spitting some truths. Spitting some truths about the analytics in baseball, the way baseball is set up, managing in this day and age of baseball. So I encourage you to listen to the entire podcast. It's a long one. I mean, it's I think it's almost an hour. But we're going to break it up for you, too. And I want to give you one part of it here where he begins talking about his relationship with Theo Epstein. And you know that Theo obviously was uh, – president of baseball operations when Joe was with the Cubs and now Theo is sort of spearheading a lot of stuff when it comes to Major League Baseball, changing the game, uh, dealing with some of the, the things that are sort of dragging the game down. And analytics is a big part of that. So in this little clip, in this Bradfoe show on the go, we have Joe talking about his relationship with Theo and how basically how they, they saw eye to eye in this respect and respect that analytics and that got Joe going about how what it's like to manage in this day and age with all this analytics being thrown at you. So again, just a Bradfoe show on the go, a portion of the very extensive Joe Madden interview. Subscribe, rate, follow. Uh, review all of that, all of it. We got we got some good ones coming up. There's plenty of stuff to do. Oh my goodness! Like it's it's easier than ever. It's easier than ever. You know why? I don't know if you know this. Baseball isn't boring. All right. Well, here you go. Bradford show on the go with Joe. We both we both would agree. I mean, I want it in the game. No question, hundred percent. I it's very helpful in so many variety of different ways. But what he's talking about, what I'm talking about, it's getting to the point now where it's infiltrating the clubhouse so much and there's so much for players to hold on to. And everybody's really becoming the same. It's the same product, every, whatever city you might be living in. It's not that one time the Cubs did have an identity, the White Sox, you know, the running White Sox back in the day, um, whether the, the Yankees still may be the Bombers. 
The Dodgers were always known for their pitching. The Cardinals had speed. But now everybody wants to play the same game. And that's, that's where it's become uh, a little bit overbearing, and the game has become boring. Everybody wants the same game with the three true outcomes, et cetera. And who wants to? I can't. I'm telling you, I turned on the game a couple times recently, and I'm so happy for the pace clock. I know I'm jumping around, but get the ball and pitch the ball. You know, so anyway, Theo and I uh, philosophically really aligned well. Um, you know, at the end of the time with the, with the Cubs there, we just got off track a little bit with one another. We didn't see things the same maybe at that last year. But overall, it's, it's a very um, philosophically, uh, very nicely aligned on both sides. But just to like the guy, the guy's a fun guy. I don't know. Theo's really a lot of fun. He treated me and my family so well. So that'll never change. It's just that uh, I think he sees the, the, the part of the game that, again, everything is becoming the same. Everybody's got the same sheet of music. The thing that nobody talks about enough to me is the real, the real jewel with analytics is acquisitions. If you really are able to utilize this stuff and acquire the players that truly can take you to the promised land, look at the Dodgers and Andrew. I worked with Andrew too. I mean, that's nobody talks about that. They're talking about the numbers in the game and uh, OPSs and all these, uh, you know, initial kind of uh, uh, calculations. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, but it does matter. If I want to buy Rob or Courtney or Coop in the offseason, and there's a real uh, fine line to be drawn here, and I need to pick the right guy or the right lady right now, that's where I need analytics. But on a nightly basis, totally overblown. Totally. Fully agree. Fully agree. Uh, yeah. I would, well, on that vein, so say you get the manager a manager's job, yep. and you say this is how it's set up because we see that this is – this is the this is the great white whale of how to deliver this information to the players, and you know you have these in uniform guys who are in another room who are delivering it. So when you get your next manager's job, yep. how is that going to be set up to deliver that information? Perfect. Yeah, I I, I want it. I want um, uh, the analytical department answering to the coaching staff, and not the coaching staff answering to the analytical department. I want the brightest and the best, absolutely. But after they've done their job and they've given us our work versus uh, Oakland A's or whomever it might be, the Yank, whatever, then here it is, coach asks questions, analytical dude tells coach the, the nuance of what he's talking about. Thank you. You go back upstairs and start getting ready for the next night or the next team. Coach takes stuff to player. That's simple. It's – and and – and I don't want people in my clubhouse in my office right at the game time. Can't stand it. Even as a young interim manager back in uh, whatever that was, 90, 99 and 96, right? Um, yeah. Uh, Billy Bavesi. I told Billy. Billy's a GM. I said, listen, I don't want anybody in this office an hour before the game. I'm trying to get ready for the game. I don't need this nonsense before the game. So that's what it comes down to. There's, uh, there's this in, impression or interpretation that, you're not going to win without this stuff. Not true. Not true. You want it to supplement what you believe. You want it because there's some things that maybe your impressions are inaccurate. You know, sometimes we think we're seeing something, and then if you do break it down numerically, data-wise, you could be totally off base. Call me on it. Absolutely. I'm seeing this wrong. But once you've told me all this, once you've given me all this, now I want my baseball people to apply it. In the pre-series meeting, if there's and daily meetings to me are too oppressive, and I don't like daily meetings. I like uh, pre-series meetings. But 
each coach gets an assigned analytical dude, lack of better, and he, they work together. The superior in this conversation is the coach. The inferior is the analytical person. And it's the exactly the opposite way right now. Do you think, um, I mean, and, and not, I'm, I'm not going to be calling out Kevin Cash here or anything, but do you think no. that hurt the, the Rays in that World Series run with, you know, pulling pitchers too early or not leaving pitchers in? That's, I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you, I mean, a lot of that is, a philis- is organizational. It's not the manager. When you start managing a game in today's world, being honest, I mean, there's so many voices in the back of your head when things start happening in a game um, that your voice is just among them. What you'd like to do is among the other thoughts that have been put in your mind before the game begins and you stop reading what you're seeing with your own eyes. Every, you know, the third time through, of course, there's a lot of guys get their butt kicked the third time through, but that's been that way forever. <laughs> okay. And if a guy stunk after four innings, managers in 1973 took the pitcher out unless they're getting their butt kicked so badly in the bullpen so thin, he's got to write it out. There's reasons for different things. But now all of a sudden you apply um, some kind of uh, cool groovy name to it or, or whatever, and, and then it becomes like it's never happened before. Or nobody's ever thought about this before. Listen, third time through, if my guy's cruising, I want him to stay out there. Uh, I want I want less work on my bullpen. I want to save my bullpen as long as we possibly can. So, yeah, there's guys that need to be taken out that third time through or really monitor it closely because they lose it. Or you know their makeup, and their makeup isn't strong. And you know, you just know it's it's not – it does it has to, it doesn't have to be proven in any, um, again, mathematical term. You know the guy's running out of gas or just running out of mental bandwidth at this point. He's got to go. So, but they, 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 uh, they, they clump everybody into the same ball a third time through. I'm telling you, I'm not taking Jake Arrieta out. I'm not taking Otani out if he's cruising. Come on. Jake, Jim, Jimmy, James Shields, my God, finally got him to the point where he can get by that 108 pitch point. I knew once he got past that, he was going to absolutely take off. And he did. So these are the kind of things that aren't, they're, they're not evaluated because they can't. <laughs> There's no evaluation for that except uh, experience watching it. I love complete game, complete game shutouts pitched by a pitcher. I miss that in baseball so much. Well, when that happened, Jake Arrieta is in the book, what he did in Minnesota during his huge Cy Young year. I led him in the game, and in a game we were leading 8 0, a complete complete game shutout. And I got called on it afterwards because why did you leave him in 8 0? Game's out of control. Save his bullets. I said, listen, you throw a complete game shutout as a major league pitcher, your whole world changes at that point. And that's why I did it. 